0: Today we're talking about the five ways INFJs glow up during hermit mode. Being in hermit mode for an INFJ means really being on their own. And I mean way more than they normally feel like is okay. A lot of INFJs actually want to be more seclusive. They want to spend even more time with themselves, but there's always this social expectation of there's something wrong with you. You're doing something really bad. You're way too reclusive. Like this is not okay. You have to actually interact with people more. You have to get out there. Like these are all signs that there's something wrong with you. And it's exactly this messaging that keeps so many INFJs from actually going that deep that they need to in order to glow up, in order to have that amazing transformation, in order to become the phoenix that rises from the ashes. It's exactly that time alone that will make the biggest impact in INFJ's transformation. So today we're talking about exactly that, the five ways to glow up during hermit mode. Before we get started, I wanna send out a last reminder that the INFJ Epic Life Bootcamp launches tomorrow, November 4th. Make sure to be on that waiting list to get access the early bird Prize and set a reminder to watch the free INFJ Epic life masterclass here on YouTube. So it's all happening tomorrow. You can find all the information you need in the links in the description. I look forward to seeing you all there. Number one, the INFJ learns to be really independent. So INFJs go through life and really believe they're very independent. Like I believe that all my life when I was younger and it's not that we aren't like in comparison to a lot of people, we have learned to be independent because we've gone through bullying. We, gone through being the person who's so weird that people don't accept that we had to learn to be okay with ourselves but there's still a part of us that believes there's something wrong with us that believes I'm actually not allowed to be myself because if I am I'm going to be even more looked upon I'm going to be even more disrespected or unliked and once you get to this hermit mode phase of your life you recognize okay I can actually do this like I'm okay being completely by myself. Like it's not a comfortable feeling, but you really get to this crossroad where you have to decide, do I want to be liked for who I'm not, or do I want to be disliked for who I truly am? And it doesn't mean that it's a, you know, all or nothing kind of thing. Like I'm still working on this myself, but the biggest transformation that I had was going through that phase in my life where I really let go of so many facades and so many layers that I know would look good in front of other people that weren't a representation of who I really was. And the way I did that was I spent so much time with myself. I said, let me go down that rabbit hole. Like, let me really be okay with being by myself. Because what you recognize in this moment is, yeah, it's lonely. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it's hurtful. And it makes you feel like you have no connection, but you can survive. This might not be a mode that you want to be in forever, but it's survivable. And that is the most important factor here because you recognize just because something is uncomfortable, you can still do this. And when it comes down to it, you're willing to rather do something that is uncomfortable than to keep playing a game that just isn't you. And it's in that moment that you recognize, Oh, I can step out of the game even more. I don't need to be somehow accepted and somehow tolerated in this group or in this society, you know, that I think I have to belong to in order not to feel abandoned. Like you will feel those feelings of abandonment, right? Those feelings have nothing to do with what is currently happening, right? This image that we have in our mind of this is society and I'm belonging to it, or I'm not belonging to it. It's just something that we make up, right? Because my understanding of what society looks like, of what that group is that I sort of want to belong to, is different than what your understanding is. And so it's always this unique point of view and there are always going to be people who look at you and say, Oh, that's a weird person. Like they're not part of this game that we're playing, but that doesn't mean that their understanding of society is what everybody thinks society is. And even if it was like, so what? You get to a place where you recognize, even if I'm not part of this whole game, well, that's how it is then. Like, I cannot pretend to be somebody I'm not. I can pretend this in front of other people, but I cannot pretend this within myself. And when you get to this place that you say, I'm okay with that, I can deal with those feelings of abandonment that, you know, are based on things that happened in childhood and so on. Like I will feel those feelings, I will heal from them and I will, you know, get to the other side of it. You recognize that you can be on your own in a way that is even more than what you thought you were able to do. And because of that, you can then make choices that actually make you glow up because you don't have to play within that box. In this box that you've put yourself in, there's just so much room you have in order to grow. That's why so many INFJs, you know, really get into those depressive moods because there's nowhere to go. There's no way to grow. If you want to grow, you have to allow yourself to step out of that box and grow on your own terms. Number two, in hermit mode, INFJs learn how to create joy for themselves. What we have learned throughout our existence is we can get joy from doing things for other people. We can, you know, be part, of their world we can experience joy by absorbing other people's experiences you know somebody else has like this huge love for art and for music and you actually get into their world and you experience this joy through them like we can do this this is a skill but this always happens at a distance this always happens through this shield because this is not your experience and you never have real control over it you might have an impact on it but the thing that you can really control is you creating joy. We just haven't learned it yet. We just haven't really gotten into it because it isn't that easy. But trust me when you have no other choice because you've said, okay, I'm in hermit mode. I cannot get joy from, you know, getting into other people's worlds. Like I have to create joy for myself when you're really in that moment you actually learn how to do that. And it's through doing things over and over again that you start feeling joy about them. Like so often as INFJs, we feel like, I just don't feel any joy doing this or that. Well, it's because you haven't done it often enough, but when you have no other choice, when you really put everything else out of the question, you will learn what brings joy for you naturally things that we never experienced before. We were never put in a situation where we had to say, okay, this is what I have. This is my energy. What do I like? So often we just don't care you know, let's watch a movie, whatever you want to watch. Well, let's figure out what you want to watch. What is going to excite you? What is going to make you happy? What is going to bring joy to you? And when you're in this hermit mode, you have no other choice, right? And so through that INFJs actually learn how to create joy for themselves. And with that, a lot of new opportunities just open up because you learn to be independent. You can make it even fun for you. And the more you do this, the more powerful you get. Because the less and less you feel dependent on, you know, what other people think of you or what they're giving to you. You can do a lot on your own. Number three, the INFJ learns how to fill their void. So INFJs are incredibly well at hollowing themselves out you know, at making themselves small, making room for other people so they can shine. Like this is a skill set we learn. But again, it's a skill set. It's not who we are. So once we're in that hermit mode, we not only learn how to be independent, how to create joy for ourselves, we also learn how to fulfill ourselves. So what you do is you learn how to fill that void. You learn how to grow from within yourself. That's the whole concept of I'm actually switching from, you know, keeping my head above water and giving everything else to other people to this moment of, okay, I'm thriving. Like my cup of energy is overflowing and I'm giving to others, but I'm giving from that, which is overflowing. Like I'm firstly making sure that I'm filling my void and two things happen there. First off, and a lot of INFJs don't expect this, you won't be able to connect with people on the level you used to. That is just something that has to be said. But what we have to understand is that before we connected to people because of who they were, we became part of their world. They really weren't connecting with us that much because they didn't know us. Our entire relationship was based on who they are, what we can do for them. And the moment you recognize, no, I'm going to fill up my void. You won't have the capacity to go that deep into other people's worlds because now you're choosing you your world becomes more important to you. And that is a new concept. That is something that for a lot of INFJs feels like they're losing something, but they're not. You're actually making your world bigger. You can still connect with people, but you recognize that most of the joy that you create in your life comes from you. And then you can have like interactions with people where it's a win-win situation, but you're not going to have those relationships anymore where it's you giving 80% into it and the other person is just giving 20% back. But unless we're in that hermit mode and we learn how to make that happen for ourselves because we have no other choice, we'll probably choose the easier route. But it's just the easier route in the beginning because always neglecting ourselves, always creating a void, always making other people shine while we stay small and barely keep surviving, that is not sustainable. Like it just makes us weaker and weaker and we lose our spark one day at a time. And trust me, filling up that void with your own energy and making sure that you keep growing is the best choice you can ever make. Number four, the INFJ gets positively addicted to creating abundance in their life. So this is something that really happens through action. INFJs are cerebral beings. If we could, we would just think about things. It will give us, you know, this emotional payout, we will feel something intense and everything would be great. But you know, experience has shown us it's just not enough. We have to change our reality. And so through being in that hermit mode and doing things that are good for ourselves, we actually get positively addicted to that. It happens naturally. It doesn't require discipline. It doesn't require sacrifice. It's something that we want to do because it makes us feel so great about ourselves. But this happens through repetition. This happens through action. If we can't get it the easy way, we actually have to create it on our own. And what we recognize is that the payout we're getting is better than anything else because it really depends on us. If we make things happen for ourselves, we create joy and we know that we want more of that feeling and we know how to get it and so through being in that hermit mode we not only learn how to create abundance, we get positively addicted to it because we know subconsciously what do I have to do to get the next kick? And guess what? It's a positive thing. You keep growing, you keep evolving. That's what we humans need. We need to grow and we as INFJs in particular. So that's the way to get this done. And you see that there is a path where there is no end. There is no box. There is nothing where we say, okay, I cannot grow here anymore. Because when you choose yourself, you don't have to make any compromises, it is always about this is what I created, what can I do next that will bring even more abundance into my life. Number five, the INFJ build self-esteem. Because one of the best ways for an INFJ to build self-esteem is to learn to keep the promises we make to ourselves. As INFJs who are cerebral beings, the action part is always something that is hard. But once you're in this Herman mode and you recognize, I have to keep doing things for myself in order to feel good, in order to say, I'm going to make tomorrow better than it was today, you actually learn how to keep those promises. You learn what to do in order to enjoy this process. And every single time you keep a promise to yourself, every single time you say, I want to write that chapter for my book and I did it. I want to show up for myself and do this one thing and you do it. You get more and more self esteem because you know you can trust yourself. You learn to value yourself because your actions mirror back to you. Yes, I'm becoming the person that I want to be. I care enough about myself to create a better future for myself. But we as INFJs, we cannot get there through mindset work alone we have to take action towards creating that life for ourselves. It's those actions that make the biggest difference for us INFJs, right? We're already thinking about a lot of things, but if we're not taking action in the real world, our mind will always recognize, yeah, those are the things I'm thinking, but subconsciously, I don't really believe that I could do it because otherwise I would. And once you start doing those things, actually something changes. And you get to a place where you understand this hermit mode is just a chapter in my story. It's a huge and important chapter, but, it's just a chapter and there's more that comes after this because now I've created this amazing version of myself that I'm proud of, that I want to keep growing and now I'm ready to step back out into the world. But as this new version, that version that is clear about who they are, that sticks to that part of themselves, that is a non-negotiable, no matter who you meet in life. And then when you meet people and you allow them into your world, then it's because it's a win-win situation where everybody, profits from and not a situation where you are the martyr, you keep on giving and the other person is just taking. Remember, if you want some assistance in this, if you want guidance, if you want the exchange with other INFJs who have been doing this for a while or who are starting with you at the same time, then join our amazing INFJ Epic Life community. The next bootcamp round launches tomorrow, November 4th. So make sure you're on that waiting list to get access to the early bird prize and set a reminder to watch the free masterclass tomorrow here on YouTube. I hope to see you there. Everything you need to know you can find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on why hermit mode is key for an INFJ to level up.